You're listening to the Raise to Empower podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Kamajis, a licensed clinical social worker with a multi-state online therapy practice. I have a passion for empowering women and mom therapists to break free of the fear, overwhelm, and oppressive systems that hold them back from taking action and building the private practice of their dreams. My goal is for you to boldly believe in yourself as a clinician and business owner. If you're looking for a place to learn practice building strategy and skill while also claiming your own power as a woman and a therapist, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the show. Welcome to this week's episode of the Raise to Empower podcast. If you're listening to this live, it's the new year, and I'm really excited to have our first guest of 2024 uh, on the show today. My guest is Stephanie Feld. She is an LCSW in St. Louis, Missouri. She specializes in religious trauma and spiritual abuse and enjoys supporting queer and neurodivergent adults who are processing painful religious experiences. Stephanie is also a copywriting and copy coach for therapists. She recently created the Intensive Design Lab, where she teaches therapists how to launch intensives in their practice so they can work less and earn more while helping clients heal. Stephanie is a native of California, but she loves the mountains more than the beach. If she's not immersed in all things therapy, you will find her at the playground or eating snow cones with her husband and her three-year-old son, Felix. Stephanie, welcome to the podcast. I'm excited to chat with you today. Thank you. This is so exciting. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. So I always start off by chatting with guests just about who they are, because I I always find it so interesting how we each get to where we are. And I find there's a lot of common themes that many of us have in like our journey to the work we do. But I also think there's such uniqueness in each of our stories. So for those who don't know you, how did you get into this field? How did you decide, I think I want to become an LCSW and then the work that you're doing kind of outside the therapy room as well? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I haven't talked about this in a while. So this is kind of funny (laughs) because you mentioned the religious trauma and actually I went to a Christian college and I studied intercultural studies and anthropology. And what I wanted to do was international relief and aid. Okay. So I, oh my gosh, we I have know, so right? much in common. We have so much in really? common. We're going to, oh my yes. gosh. This is what I'm oh saying. We have there, we're going to be doing a whole separate episode on religious trauma. So you and I have a lot, a lot what? more to talk about. Yes. That's wild. Yeah. Yes. So I like therapy was not a thing I was interested in, although like, you know, growing up, I really wanted to have therapy if that wasn't something my family like believed in or was really supportive mm. of. So anyway, I was doing like an internship abroad. I was in Uganda and um, doing a lot of like macro work that was really like programmatic focused. And what I loved doing there was just like being with people and hearing their stories more yeah. like one-to-one. And I had a friend who was, um, you know, my roommate at the time. And she's like, maybe you should do social work. And Mm. I was like, wait, what? Isn't that like people who take your kids? You know, like that was my perception. Like truly, I was like, why would I do that? And then when I looked into it, I was like, oh, it captures like the micro and the macro. And at that point I was kind of like straddling both worlds. And so I was like, all right, I think this is, I can do this. Like. 
And then that's sort of how I got into, um, well, social work for sure. Yeah. And then it just, I selected like a clinical focus and it just kind of went from there. So, so many similarities. I'm serious. We're, we're good. There, there's going to be a whole separate episode on this, but like, there's so much similarity in our stories, oh even like gosh. the micro and macro pieces of social work. So yeah, this is, this is fascinating. Wow. I can't even, yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. And so then how did you start venturing into work outside of just therapy? Cause I know you have done copywriting. I, I think you still do some copywriting mm-hmm. for um, other therapists and now you're venturing into teaching others about intensives. What kind of helped lead to that shift for you? Yeah. Well, when I was starting my practice, I was in um, a cohort with other therapists. We were all trying to write our you know, websites together. And, um, I, I participated in Anna Walker's confident copy program and I'm the copy coach in that program. So, um, really what happened was I just was like, I love this. It's so easy and it's flowing for me and it's fun. And I looked around at the other therapists who were, you know, sitting next to me and they were just like struggling and it was Mm. agonizing and painful. And I was like, I can make this better for you, you know, like yeah. we can do this together. Why, you know, outsource the things that are hard um, and do the things that you love. And so um, that's when I kind of was talking with Anna when I was still one of her students and um, she was like, let's do this. So I transitioned first into copy coaching and then I started doing done for you copywriting yeah. um, at that point, which was really cool. And I love the variety. If I just sat in sessions yeah. all day, I would, I think like my soul would sort of die. Um, right. <laughs> and so that was kind of how that all started. And then I was doing intensives and I love them, which I'm sure we'll talk about a lot yeah. today. Um, but so many people were asking me like, well, what is that? And how do you do that? Yeah. And can you like, can, can I meet with you and talk about it? And I thought like, I think there's something here. Like sure. there's, people are wondering about this. And so why don't we, why don't we make something of it? And sure. that's how the intensive design lab was born. So those who are listening and like they may have heard the word intensives before, or this might be completely new to them. Yeah. What, what is an intensive? Yeah. So an intensive is like in the word, it's an more intense therapeutic experience. So instead of having like a 50 or 55 minute session once a week, people can come in and do longer sessions Um, either a day of like an eight hour session or my personal favorite is to do three days in a row with three hour sessions each. So it's kind of like a three day work at weekend, like really immersive therapy experience where you can go really deep. Sure. So like, I guess for those who, you know, are just kind of hearing this for the first time, it sounds like there's not like a specific 
thing of what an intensive has to Mm -hmm. be like Mm -hmm. what an intensive that you offer is might be different than an intensive like structurally or even content wise than what I offer oh yeah absolutely that's I mean that's the part that kind of like intimidates people but it's also the part that's really fun is that you can be really creative and customize it to what works for your life and then what's best for the type of clients you see You know, I'm thinking a lot of people who have young kids, you know, their schedules are bonkers. They cannot commit to a weekly session. Like life is just wild. And so a lot of like early, like new moms like to do Mm -hmm. sort of an intensive where they come for a weekend, you know, you set up childcare, whatever else. And then that time is for you. And it's really, um, it's really sacred and goes deep. So to answer your question, yeah, there's not one way. Yeah. So how did you decide that that was something you wanted to start offering? Like, have -hmm. have you gone through an intensive yourself or like, was this something you saw other people doing? You thought, oh, that would work for my practice. Like, how did you decide this is going to be something that I do? Yeah. So the funny thing is like, maybe, I don't even know, five or 10 years ago, I had a therapist friend tell me about it. And I was like, what? No, (laughs) like that can't be. It was like someone who went on a retreat and did like this yeah. deep intensive thing. I was like, uh-uh, very suspicious, you know? Sure, sure. Um, and then um, once I got into private practice, I I was, you know, trained in EMDR and, and certified. And then I started hearing more and more about people who were doing EMDR intensives. Yeah. And it really appealed to me, um, mostly just curiosity. Like, what could that sure. be like? And could I experiment and once I did, I was like, oh my gosh, this, yeah, this is amazing. So did you land and like off the bat on like, this is how I want my intensives to be like where you say you kind of do yours over three days. Like, did you know right away that that was the style of your intensives or did you kind of play around a bit? I did. I played around. So I, I took an intensive, like a course. And then I participated in consultations specifically for intensives for a a while. Um, But but my consultant also encouraged me to experiment. So I've done the three days I've done like um, once a week for a month, like someone comes in every Friday for that month and we do a really deep session. Um, I've done a, a, a bunch of different formats, really just based on what people want based on their schedules. And then I kind of got an idea of what I like and kind of clinically what happens when you have the different formats. So that's been kind of cool to just observe and see what fits. I know one of the things that is a question that I have, you know, because again, it's only kind of come on my radar. A colleague of mine recently has said, you know, this is something that she's offering and it's going to be the primary way that she is now practicing, like she's not going to do kind of just one hour sessions. I think you're even shifting your practice that it's just going to be intensives as well. And so I'm curious, do you find that clients are looking for this? Like, is this something that someone is seeking out saying like, I'm looking for a therapy intensive, or do they not know that they're looking for this and they find you and they're like, oh, this might, might be what I need. Yeah, I think it's more the second one. Like some people do know, like, especially like you said, if you've had a friend 
family member, or somehow you've heard of it, they might be searching. But for the most part, people are not aware that that's even an option for how sure. to like receive therapy. And so a lot of the um, like students in the intensive design lab, they now have in their intake or like in their consult questions, like, are you interested in weekly therapy, biweekly or an yeah. intensive? And I just heard from someone who says every single time people are like, well, what is that? You know, like yeah, they're really curious yeah. because it's appealing when you get to kind of the the benefits um, of it. People don't know what it is, but once they sure. hear about it, they're like, hmm, okay, well, sure. maybe I want that. Well, and I would imagine depending on the type of issue that somebody is coming to therapy for, that an intensive could be very appealing, right? Yeah. Where, you know, I think we've talked about this before right? when you were doing the training for the village community that in our typical like one hour sessions, you have that beginning period where like, you're just kind of chit chatting. And then you get into the depth of the work, like maybe 10 minutes and it starts. Mm -hmm. And then of course it's always Pandora's box opens up like the last yes. five minutes and you're like, well, I'll see you next week or in two weeks. Right. Yes. And even if, you know, Pandora's box hadn't opened in that last minute, if you're doing that really deep work, it can be hard to pick up next week at that same spot or, you know, in that you're not going to just dive right into like that right. deep place. So I would imagine that like, depending on the issue, somebody's coming to deal with that, this could be very appealing. Cause they're like, let me just do the work mm -hmm. if, if they're committed to it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I work with survivors of sexual trauma. And so yeah. like, if your life has been turned upside down, by something like that, you don't want to wait in no. therapy. You want to no. like, you want to feel like yourself again, you know, similarly, um, I know, uh, there's another student who does betrayal trauma. So like couples mm. who are in a really difficult moment of their marriage sure. or their relationship, and you don't want to go to couples therapy and no. open stuff up and then be like, all right, good luck. See you next week. You know, right, right. Like it's so sensitive. And so being able to like open it up a little bit and then continue yeah. to go deep brings so much more relief and it goes so much faster mm. when you're not pausing and, yeah. and doing the week and letting all everything, all the dust fly up again. Sure, you know? sure. It, it's like exponential um, progress, which is kind sure. of weird that we've coined the, the phrase, um, intensive math that like, <laughs> you know, cause people are always trying to figure out like how many sessions with this intensive has equated. Um, and it's like, well, yeah. you don't know, like, there's right, no right. Know. but someone's right. like, I, I really think this would have taken months. Like what we did in this day. Sure, like, sure. And it sounds like bonkers when you're just hearing it. Um, but when you're in the moment, you're like, yeah. wow, like not having that interruption of life to just right, right. deeper and deeper. Oh my gosh. And I would imagine for the client too, like if they know, like, for example, you talk about, you know, a survival survivor of sexual trauma that they are going into that intensive knowing this is what I'm going to be dealing with. And so they can probably make room in their personal life knowing yes. this is going to be hard versus we've, whether, I mean, I've had this as a client myself, but then as a therapist where a client comes in and you think it's going to be like 
you know, oh, I've got nothing to talk about today. And like, you're ending the session being like, oh my gosh, that what just happened, right? It was like so intense mm-hmm. and you're not prepared in the rest of your life to have to deal with that, right. that stuff, you know, as a client. And so I would imagine if someone is coming for an intensive or signing up for this, that it, they probably, you know, are going to have a little, they have the opportunity to create more space yeah. for themselves. Yes. Like they can prepare, you know, we work together to prepare on the front end and the back end so that it's, yeah, like there's space in their life and then they come ready, you know, like I show up in a different way. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Not that I'm not ready to go just in week to week therapy, but, but there's like a level of focus that's a lot sharper. Sure. For both people and it's like okay this is this is a very um yeah like highly focused time we have a really specific goal and we're both in agreement we're we're doing it we're going all the way right right no that's true like for you like you know all right it, you know exactly what you're going to be dealing with in yeah. that time and in that session versus you know there's some clients you're like I don't know what's coming in (laughs) today when they come into session I'm not quite sure what I'm going to be holding space for and and that can be hard for us as as therapists right like if because we have our own lives too and so if we're dealing with stuff and we don't know what's going to kind of be sitting across the couch from us or on screen with us that can be really hard so yeah that it probably allows you as the provider to create your own space to be like, okay, if I'm going to be holding an intensive yeah, this weekend, I know I need a clear space in other aspects of my life. Yeah. Like it has helped me to be way more intentional about self-care and like recovery afterwards, mm. but even like preparing ahead of time. Sure. And the other thing that, that someone else mentioned to me recently is it's so much easier to tune into one person's nervous system for three hours yeah, as opposed to sitting in your office or in front of your computer screen and three different people are filing in and you don't, like you said, you don't know what they're coming right. in with and you have to like tune in with them and sure. regulate. And there's, you know, there's a lot of, that takes a toll. A hundred percent. therapist. So 100%. there is something that's like, easier or smoother about just knowing that I'm tuning in with this person for this time. And that's, that's what I'm doing. That's all that I'm doing. We've all been told we need to network in our private practice, but no one actually tells us how to do it or what to say. Enter Comprehensive Connecting, effective scripts that expand your networking community and actually fill your online practice. This free guide will give you effective scripts to connect with fellow clinicians, medical professionals, and community stakeholders to build strong networking relationships that will help fill your practice. In this guide, you will get tips and tricks for building relationships that will lead to referrals in your practice, real life examples of messages used to connect with referral sources, and customizable plug and send scripts for your specific practice needs. So download your free scripts guide today by going to bit.ly forward slash comp connecting. Now, do you practice just online or online and in office? Like how do you do your intensives? Yeah, I'm hybrid. So most of the time, since I do like trauma work, people want to be 
in person and okay. that's totally fine. Um, but every now and then people prefer to be, you know, virtual or in their own sure. house. And that's okay too. I, I kind of am able to, um, accommodate yeah. whatever works for them. So for like listeners who may have a solely in person or solely online, which I know that's how my practice is structured. And many of us, you know, post COVID, um, mm-hmm. either have hybrid or are just online that, that can, that shouldn't be a deterrent from somebody saying like, Oh, oh no, should I offer this? Yeah. Yeah. No, there's so many therapists who are virtual only who offer intensive and there's ways to help clients like create their space. So if they're staying at home, yeah. like, get your cup of tea or like, you yeah. know, like all these fun little ways to make it really special and prepare it. Or some people, especially moms will like get a hotel for the weekend and like, yeah. And to do the intensive there and like get a massage after yeah. and like really make it this restorative experience. Sure. Um, be- because like you said, they're making space in their life for it. Yeah. It's not like it's a surprise that all of a sudden we like, oops, touched in on something sensitive. So that can be really nice because this one mom who did it was like, oh, I got three full nights of sleep during this. Yeah. Like that matters. That's helped my system process as I've done this. Well, and I would say like, that's not just helping like with the processing of the trauma, but like that's helping like beyond everything too, right? Like if you're having like, yes, it's an intensive weekend, but you're having this opportunity to restore other parts of yourself during Mm -hmm. that time too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What do you think are some of the biggest misconceptions that therapists have about offering intensives in their practice? I love this question. I think um, one of the biggest ones is, do I have to be an EMDR therapist? Mm. I get that all the time. Sure. And it's like, no, like any therapist can offer an intensive. It's simply just a shift of format from like an hour to it's an accelerated extended. Sure. So, you know, people are are exploring what that can look like for a ton of different modalities, which is really yeah. fun. Um, the other one is like, do I have to have been in practice for, you know, a certain number of years or have a certain type of credential? And um, like, ab- absolutely not. There's no like certification. There's no training for it. There's, there's skills and there's like sure, the sure. art and the magic of it, which we can learn together, but there's no no requirement or no, um, I was going to say intensive police is going to come <laughs> hunt you down and be like, you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. If you're having really good connections with your clients already, intensive just amplify that out like even more. Sure. Now, one of the questions I know listeners will have, you know, because I've seen this question and I've had it at times myself for those who accept insurance, how does that work with an intensive? Yeah, big question. So an intensive, like I said, the ones I offer are three hours or plus. And so that's just really not a service that's covered by insurance. Yeah. Um, it, it, at the end of the day, it's really not. So a lot of people who um, are in network will use, um, they'll share with their client about it, but also to say this isn't covered, you know, it can't count towards your deductible. It would be a private pay or, or out of pocket 
cost. Sure. And so at that point, they, if that's something they want, you know, they have, they have a right to that service, even if their insurance won't cover it. Um, and so they would sign like an opt out form and a cash pay okay. agreement and kind of go about it that way. They can still continue their typical therapy that is, sure. covered, you know, if they wish, but, um, but that's kind of the, yeah, the info on that. So, so some people have a practice then where like they still have their typical kind of like 60 minute appointments, but then maybe they offer this intensive in addition to that. So, you know, maybe there's a topic that's coming up that you're saying like, okay, we can't deal with this so much in that one hour session. Let's have an intensive separate from that. So you're Mm -hmm. using insurance for your 60 minute session, but then out of pocket for the intensive then. Right. Right. For the, for the longer session. Um, or they have new people come in who that's just the the format that they prefer. Yeah. And so maybe they don't, they don't accept insurance from that person. They just immediately come in as a private pay or out of pocket. Sure. Um, And a lot of therapists are appreciating that option to have to diversify, you know, to have both yeah. have your standard caseload of folks who are using their insurance, but also have this other pool of people who um, want this like private pay service. Sure. As you were talking, this, this just made me think of that, this question. So like when you were working with clients and you worked with them, like in those hour sessions, and maybe they would have the intensive in addition to their hour, were you documenting that like all in one case file, like, like Uh charting all in one place or did you keep separate things for those? Nope. I kept, I kept it all in the same record. I just documented it as a separate, um, okay. Okay. So just a separate service, but it's still all like one chart for, Mm -hmm. for this client. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good question. So talk a little bit about the the intensive design lab. I know this is something that you have created over this last year, I believe. Tell, yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's so exciting. Um, so the intensive design lab is where I support therapists to launch intensives in their own practice. So um, it's not just one type of therapist or one specialty. It's folks from all different approaches and backgrounds. And we talk about how to structure it, all the ins and outs. So like the fun big pictures that we're excited about. And then some of the stuff that can be headaches or hassles. We just break it down and make it a lot easier. So stuff like, you know, what does my paperwork need to look like? And what, how do my, like, how can I set up my policies for success? Mm. How can I um, begin to market this and bring in people who are interested? So all of those things are topics that we cover. And um, and another place where I offer some support is in the free Facebook group. So the therapy intensive community, um, that's a really, really fun place where people come and ask their specific questions and, um, get feedback and and all that kind of stuff. I love hearing from people like I did my intensive this weekend. What happened? (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. So it's a really, it's a really fun, even just to be a fly on the wall. If you're not sure yourself or just sort of like, I say intensive curious, but not quite (laughs) ready to dive all the way in. It's really fun to just see what other people are doing and get ideas and inspiration. 
No, I was going to say I'm in that group. And yeah, just seeing what other people are talking about. I was just looking at some of the comments today and I'm like, oh, I had never thought of that. As, yes. Like somebody was talking about like a couple's intensive and, you know, challenges with that or unique things. I was like, oh, I never, I never thought about that thing. And so, yeah, I think there's such this idea of like competition in general as women, like we feel that we have to be in competition with one another, which like why mm -hmm. I think as therapists, we feel that way a lot of times too, like, oh, well, if you're getting clients then I'm not getting clients and like, it's like, no, no, there's enough to go around and we can support one another and collaborate and connect rather than like have this competition piece. And so I love communities like that, where, you know, someone is like, oh, I have this idea. And they're like, yeah, go for it. Or someone's like, oh, I could do that too. And it's not going to take anything away from your practice because it's my own practice or it's in a right. different state or it's a different way that I'm doing it. Or it's because I'm just a different person than who you are. Like we can support one another in these, in these things. Exactly. I love it. We're, we're all better for it. You know, there's things yeah. that people bring up and you're like, oh my gosh, that's such a great idea. Or you're like, well, that wouldn't really work for me, but I'm, I'm glad that it's working for you. Sure. And it's just good to have a, a wider perspective. Yeah. Um, and we're cheering for each other. We're like yes. celebrating with each other. Yeah. Which we need more of, especially yes, <laughs> in this world and in, in this field, we need more of that because it can, we do hard work. We do really, we do intensive work, right? It's yeah. really hard work. And even if you work for a group practice or if you work for a clinic, it's yeah. not like we are doing the hard work side by side per se, like we are in that room mm -hmm. alone with that client. And so, you know, we're having to bear witness and hold space for this really intense stuff. So yeah, to have other people to support and champion us in our work is, is so needed. So, yeah. so needed. Yeah. That, that brings up something else for me, which is that, um, I really feel like intensives are kind of one of those, like fill your cup sort of experiences mm. because like you're saying like the work we do is so hard and even yeah. when it's meaningful it can feel depleting or like take a toll yeah um, and my experience has been these have been some of the richest and most like fulfilling moments that I've yeah. had with clients and so you know if I feel like I've been pouring out my cup like more and more and more sure. it's like it actually starts to refill a little bit sure. which, which is just so nice to be like wow that like that's why I do this like yeah. that is why I am a therapist it's just a really good feeling and we don't we don't always get that feeling no no so I mean you see you see people comment you know in different Facebook groups or you think it yourself and I'm preaching to the choir right now like why am I doing this right no. like we all have moments like that that even if we love the work we do there are moments that were that we question ourselves right mm -hmm. like am I in the right field and then you have those sessions or you have those clients that you're like, ah, yes, this <laughs> is, this is why I, you know, decided to do this work. And it's a reminder of the meaningful place that we're holding, you know, space for, for these, these people in the world. And um, so, yeah, it's really cool to hear that intensives is just another way to kind of tap into that yeah. um, as a reminder for ourselves. Yeah, for sure. So I know you have a free challenge that's coming up. Can you yes. share a little bit about that? Yes, I'm so pumped. It's the four-day challenge to launch intensives in 2024. Yes. So 
we're breaking it down because a lot of times people are like, oh, it's like so much work. I can't, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know where to start. And we're going to break it down into small steps. We start on Monday, January 8th. And every day there's going to be a live call and I will tell you exactly what to do, guide you every step of the way. And there's little, little, this might trigger some people, a little homework assignments. We'll say action, action yes, steps yes. that are manageable, achievable, simple things to do each day. Yeah. And by the end, everyone will have the ability to launch an intensive for the yeah. first time. I'm so thrilled. I I love to help people kind of get over that first hurdle, just see yeah. what it's like, and then see if it's a good fit for you and your practice or for your clients. Um, sure. But you don't know until you've done that first one. So we'll break it down and make it super, super simple. Well, and it, it sounds like that would be a great way for people just to kind of like experiment with ideas, but also, like you said, to brainstorm and, you know, those ideas that were like, oh, that would never work or you know, I need support in figuring this stuff out, that that could be a great, a great opportunity to kind of play and yes. you know, over those four days and that challenge with you. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, let's get the simple skeleton in place and then have fun with it Yes, um, and see what's possible. Most of the people that I talk to, they have a client already in mind. Mm. They're like, this would be perfect for them. And then they already know you, you already know them. Like it's a really comfortable way to get started. And it's, the results have been really cool. (laughs) Yeah. And we'll have a link for that in the show notes. So if people are interested in signing up, they have, it's a week from today, I believe Mm -hmm. when this goes live Mm -hmm. a week from today that the challenge starts. So yeah, people can sign up and um, they'll get an email, I'm assuming, like with yep. information. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Yep. Where else can people find you if they want to connect with you? Yeah. So my practice is kaleidoscopecounselingstl.com. And that has everything about intensive design lab, copywriting, copy coaching, all the things are there in, in one place. So that's a good way to find me or in the Facebook group, Therapy Intensive Community, launching therapy intensives in private practice. And we'll have links to both of those as well in the show notes. Stephanie, it was so great getting to chat with you today. Like I said to listeners, this we will be hearing again from Stephanie shortly. <laughs> um, so we could talk just about religious trauma and how we work with clients around that too. So um, I just thank you for, for being here today. And I'm excited. My wheels were turning as we were talking about like, oh, okay, here's something for me to think about as a way to, mm-hmm. to offer this or, you know, an, an option to consider with that. So yeah, I'm excited and I'm excited for our listeners to be able to chat with you and experiment with some of this with you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Wonderful. Thank you so much for listening to the Raise to Empower podcast. Check the show notes for all links and resources mentioned in the show. If you found today's episode helpful or inspiring, be sure to share it with your therapist friends. And don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave your five-star rating and review. It truly means so much to me and will help us get our message of empowerment out to other women and mom clinicians. And I'd love to connect with you in our Facebook community. So check out the show notes for the link or head to bit.ly forward slash raise to empower to join us. I'll see you back here next week.